God bless everyone. This is Prophet Elia and welcome to another amazing, amazing afternoon from where I am, where you may be, maybe evening. And uh, I just thank God for each and every one of you. And I believe that we are going to have a powerful encounter with the Lord God. I'm grateful to God for the opportunity he has given me to be with you, to speak with you. And I know something is going to shift in your lives and you will never, ever be the same again. Uh, I pray that each and every one of you will be ready. I want you to share this. I want you to get your notebook because we are going to dive deep uh, uh, in this subject, the shortest prayer. Uh, in reality, in reality, the most powerful prayer is not the longest prayer, but power is in the shortest prayer. If you look at anywhere power was ever demonstrated, the presence and the majesty and the power of God was ever demonstrated among people was in the form of the shortest prayer. Why it is important for you to understand the shortest prayer. Hallelujah. I want you to share this and share this and share this and trust me, you are going to be blessed. You are going to be blessed. So I want you to share this, let somebody know, share this, let somebody know that the prophet is live and your life will never be the same again in the mighty name of the living Jesus. So share this as many times as you can and we are going to see the Lord Jesus move in such a mighty and powerful way. Uh, let me see those who are in, uh, on, on Facebook. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Facebook, you are blessed. Keep sharing, keep sharing, and keep sharing, and keep sharing. Keep sharing as much as you can, and the Lord is going to bless us. I want us to go to, to the book of Matthew. I'm going to hit this bang, bang, bada boom, bang, bang, and, and uh, I believe that you're going to be blessed. I know it's your weekend. I don't want to take too much of your time, but I want to give you a small blessing by the Spirit of God. Amen. And that your life will never be the same again. I want you to go to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. From verse 25. Matthew chapter 6 from verse 25. Matthew chapter 6 from verse 25 to 34, 25 to 34. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. Matthew 6, mm -hmm. from verse 25 mm -hmm. to 34. Yes. Therefore I say unto you, uh -huh. take no thought of your life, uh -huh. what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, mm -hmm. nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on, is not the life more than meat stop yeah. right there stop right there the lord jesus is telling his apostles he's telling them listen don't take any note for your life <laughs> this is a very difficult thing and a very controversial thing that jesus is saying here the lord jesus is saying anything pertaining to your life yeah. Don't pray for it. Don't take any note for it. Don't worry about it. What? 
Now, this is very controversial because the Lord Jesus was introducing another dimension. Mm-hmm. Another dimension of the spirit of prayer. That in the time that he was communicating to these people, mm-hmm. the, 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 the Jewish people were not at that dimension yet. Yeah. The prophets functioned in this dimension. But the people were never introduced to this dimension yet. Yeah. Now, I have a problem here that I want to I want to I want to help somebody to understand. I want you to understand this. That it is a mistake to give people milk. Mm. A baby will never know that they want solids until solids are introduced to them. Yeah, yeah. As long as you give them milk, even though milk will not be able to satisfy them, the only thing they would do is they would drink more milk. I'll say that again. A baby will never start eating solids Until solids are introduced to them. Yeah. As long as solids will not be introduced to them, they will continue to drink milk because milk is comfort food. Mm -hmm. To a baby, milk is so important, not because it nourishes their body, but it is the comfort of being connected to the mother. Yeah. That is why when you want to pacify a child, you want to calm a child, you put a pacifier in their mouth Mm -hmm. and they start going... It reminds them of the comfort they receive from the mother and they stay quiet. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So in my spirit, I never believe in conforming too much to where people are. I believe in giving people what people want, uh, what people need, not what people want. Because somebody may want milk, but they don't know they have arrived at the level of meat. Yeah. So Jesus is forcing meat. You're not listening to me. Jesus is forcing meat. Mm-hmm. The living God is forcing meat. Yeah. I'm here to tell you that the highest dimension of the spirit will not be received in the realm of milk. Will not be received in the realm of comfort. Will not be received in the realm of... of, of uh, 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 what is it called? In the realm of, 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 of things that you are used to. It will always exist in the place you have not entered. The reason why you don't have that thing that you want is because you have not transitioned to the side that it is in. Yeah. So somebody who is not used to meat will not understand, you know what, when I eat meat, it builds my muscles. Mm -hmm. I have more energy. Milk strengthens my bones, but without the other things, I will still be weak. Because the strength of the bones can only be felt if the muscles that support it are there. Yeah. If the ligaments are strong. So I want you to remove it from your mind. 
that as long as I lift my hand and I say, oh, Jesus, you're wonderful, oh, it means that it's enough. No. Mm -hmm. There is a higher place. There's a higher dimension. So Jesus is introducing to them prayer by revelation. Because he's teaching them something, an upgrade from what they have learned. Yeah. Listen, prayer is important, but prayer without revelation is a waste of time. Mm. Teach us. Prayer is important, but prayer without revelation is a waste of time. Maybe I'll say that one more time. Maybe I'll say that one more time. Prayer is important, but prayer must always be by revelation. If it is not by revelation, it is a waste of time. Yeah. Saying I love you, Jesus, is good. But if I that I love you is not by revelation, you're wasting time. Mm. Saying I fear God is good. But James tells us even demons fear him. In fact, they tremble at his presence. Yeah. Many of us that are watching don't even tremble when we hear the name of God. We are not like, uh, let me fix myself up. <sighs> Prayer without revelation is a waste of time. So Jesus is telling them, you have been praying for needs. But you ought not to pray for needs. <laughs> Somebody's not hearing me. Kabaraba sataya makataya. Lebara kidia astumaka aligado zevedea amarande ketia amaka kukia amasataya. Revende kidia make zontele makudia amasata. Lepora makadia antele bakupa. Zele zele makupa erande ketebe antulia masataya. Romakidia separa kupara deba andila antupaya. Remeke teleba suta marande kidia antala. Romakadia sebredebe debe yamaka tupaya. Listen to me. My prayer is the gate of your heart. Amen will be open that the king of glory will come in. My prayer is that your heart will be unlocked. Amen. That the king of glory will come in. I'll say that one more time. I'll say that one more time. That the gates of your heart will be open that the king of glory will come in. That may new things be released in your spirit. May that which you did not know concerning God, concerning prayer, concerning spiritual work, will be released unto you by the Spirit of God. Amen. That by the Spirit, Mekapaya, Londe Bahande Leparia Atupaka. Limia maka sukapaya kata. Le kaparadia asupia makadoshe le pragidia ankarabadaya. Reve de bekaria ansto koramadia atopaya. Behold, I am calling you to high places. 
Rende baka kupia sevele kato. Remande kedia astupa kataya. Remasuta pakutia antele baya kupara debaya. To places you have not received and entered to. Through my servant, I am opening this door for you. I receive. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Read it one more time. E Ramakataya. Matthew 6. Yes. From verse 25. Mm-hmm. Therefore I say unto you. Yes. Take no thought of your life. Don't take any thought, meaning don't even think about it. Keep what going. ye shall eat. What you will not what you eat. Or what ye shall drink. Or what you shall drink. Nor yet for your body. Not yet for your body. What ye shall put on. What ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat. Is not the life. What is the life? Jesus is the resurrection and the life. So he's talking about the everlasting life. So when God provides everlasting life to you. Not eternal life. But when you receive everlasting life. Remember yesterday I gave you the difference. Mm-hmm. When you release ever if you receive everlasting life, then the resources that you have with you must also be lasting. Yeah. Because that is what is going to sustain your flesh in the land of the living. Mm-hmm. When the children of Israel left Egypt, the Bible says that the clothes that were on them, they never prayed for new clothes. Because their clothes never got old. When they grew fat, their clothes grew fat. Uh When they became skinny, their clothes also lost weight. Their shoes grew with them. If they shrunk, their shoes also shrunk. When they needed bread, bread fell from heaven. They didn't pray, they demanded. Why? Because the life is more than meat. Meaning he that has everlasting life has everything pertaining to life. This is why the Lord Jesus said this. Makarabatia antubayaka. Zevrede makudia antele prakidia. Alabakata badabadabaya. Lekarabadabasakatayabaka. Reketele makudia antalabaya. Notice this. Notice this. <laughs> I, I, I wish, I wish you, could, you could hear what I'm saying to you. I wish you could hear what I'm speaking to you. If you can hear me, just say, I can hear you. If you can hear me, just say, I can hear you. If you can hear me, just say, I, am, I can hear you. Jesus. Listen to this. Keep going. Listen to this and listen to this the best way that you can. There is a place that God is introducing you to. Mm -hmm. Everlasting life, when it enters you, 
you have entered in the family of God. You have become a child of God. Yeah. No child is in his father's house and his father does not have provision for them. That they don't have to pray for it because it's already there. Mm-hmm. My son never has to, he never has to, he, he, he doesn't have to ask for breakfast. Things pertaining to breakfast are already there. Things pertaining to dinner are already there. So Jesus is saying everything concerning your natural natural life, don't think about it. <laughs> Keep going. Verse 26, Matthew mm-hmm. 6, verse 26. Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, mm-hmm. neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, mm-hmm. yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Who Are is feeding, who is, better than they? Who, who, is, who is feeding the birds? God. Yeah. They don't plant, they don't have farms, but they eat every day. Mm-hmm. God is giving them provision. Yeah. Keep going. Verse 27. Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto this stature? Who, with your worrying, can make yourself tall? <laughs> you know, this is sarcastic talk. Yeah. Jesus is saying, you, by, by stressing so much, did it make you taller? <laughs> <laughs> Did you become tall because you worried? Keep going. Verse 28. And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, uh-huh. how they grow. Uh-huh. They toil not, uh-huh. neither do they spin. Verse 29. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Notice this. Jesus is saying Solomon didn't even dress as well as the lilies of the valley. Look at how they grow. Nobody plants it. It just grows. It flourishes. It flourishes again. It flourishes again. Over and over and over and over again. Keep going. Matthew 6 verse 30. Uh Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field. If God is, is, is dressing the grass of the field. Which today, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, uh-huh. shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Ah, so you pray for these things because you don't have faith. Wow. Uh, uh, somebody didn't hear me. So what kind of faith is Jesus speaking about? Because l- faith is in dimensions, mm-hmm. is in levels. So you think that when you're praying, Lord, (laughs) I need money, Lord. I need money, Lord. It's a sign of faith. It's a sign of unbelief. Facebook, are you there? Maybe I should go offline. It's becoming too hot. (laughs) It's becoming too, too, too very much... Too, too much, extra too much hot. Wow. (laughs) 
Ah, Jehovah. <laughs> Is this making sense? Yeah. Read that last verse again. Matthew 6, verse 30. Mm -hmm. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, yes. shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? One more time. Matthew 6, verse 30. Mm -hmm. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, mm -hmm. which today is and tomorrow is cast into mm -hmm. the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Shall he much more not clothe you? What is wrong with your faith? Wow. Let me tell you the problem with a lot of believers thinking they are walking in faith, but they are not. You think your prayer is producing things, but you don't know your prayer is prayer by the response of God. Mm. There is no prayer you can make that will make God do something that he didn't want to do. Yeah. So it's not like you're going to force God to bless you. It's not like because I pleaded something, I pleaded the blood so the blood will cover me. Uh -uh. God is the unchangeable changer. If he did not set out to do something, he's not doing it. Mm -hmm. But what he set out to already do, faith is not in asking. Faith is in knowing that it is already there for you, that it's a provision that is already available. Yeah. So prayer instead is a means of receiving, not a means of asking. Mm -hmm. I'll say that again. Prayer is a means of receiving, not a means of asking. Hey. You read his word so that you know what he has provided. Yeah. You fast so that you may have deeper insight of what he has provided. None of these things bring any results. Mm -hmm. It's what you know by revelation that brings results. <laughs> Keep going. Matthew 6, 1 verse 31. Mm-hmm. Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat, mm -hmm. or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? Keep going. Verse 32. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. So if you are looking for, oh, where will my, where will my food come from? Where will my clothes come from? Where will I sleep? Where will I? God is saying you're no different from a Gentile, an unbeliever. So number one, you praying for these things, 
you you worrying for these things is the absence of faith and without faith you cannot please god and those who don't please god they are unbelievers so jesus first of all downgraded you that you have no faith then he went on to say if you are seeking after these things you are an unbeliever hi Is somebody there? We're here. Glory. Glory. Glory be to the living God. Glory be to the living God. Glory be to the living God. Ke barabasakatayaba. Zebara bakadia antrokepe tebeyama kasukia makadosh. You see how that's why you find a lot of intercessors in church are poor. That's why you find <coughs> sometimes, excuse me, sometimes the people who pray the most seem to have nothing. And a new Christian can just end up having more. And you're wondering, ah, this guy that doesn't even know much. So then people start basing it off People start basing it off. Ah, God has loved you more than this one. God loves you more than that one. Ah, you, you are favored of God more than that one, this one. We are all his children. Amen. Those who know their God shall do great exploits. Your problem is you don't know God. <laughs> Read on. Matthew 6, verse 33 now. I'll start from verse 32. Mm -hmm. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. Read that again. Matthew 6 verse 32. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. Mm -hmm. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. Notice this. The highest level of faith that produces the shortest prayer is knowing that my heavenly father knows I need food, knows I need clothes, knows 
I am in need of these things. So God is a God who gives us our needs. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's our provider. So he knows our needs. So it's not just saying God knows my needs, but the knowing. Let me explain something to you. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question, son. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you a question and I need you to answer me the best way that you can. Uh Okay? Are you going to try your best? I'm going to try my best. You're going to try your best. Listen to this question. And you have two answers to choose from. Okay. Do you think you're a man? Do you believe you're a man? Mm-hmm. I'll add one more. Or do you know you're a man? I know I'm a man. Why don't you believe you're a man? I know because because it's annoying inside of me. It's just even by looking at myself, I know. But when you were a baby, did you know you were a man? No. So what made you know that you were a man? What I was taught. <sighs> you have the proof. You are the proof that you are a man. Yeah. But you didn't know what is a man. That's true. So when you're growing, they got you clothes of men. They bought you toys of a man. The more you grew up, the nature of a man showed up. Because when babies are babies, they're just babies. Yeah. The only difference is really their genitalia, pretty much, Mm -hmm. when babies are babies. When they are growing now, the nature of a man starts taking over. Mm-hmm. But then because the platform for you to be already who you are, you have already been shown, you're a good boy, you're a good boy. Then you grow up, you don't even think, am I a man or do I believe I'm a man? You know. Mm-hmm. So the nature of a man has been revealed through you, the more you've grown up. Yeah. You, want to, you want to do aggressive stuff. Maybe not all guys are like that. But there is a manly nature. Mm-hmm. That's true. That came out of you. Now, they are feminine men. That doesn't mean that they are females. Yeah. What do I mean by a feminine men? They are men that don't like sports. They don't like aggressive things. They are still a male. Yeah. But there is a nature in them also combined with being a man that makes them like, nah, I don't like soccer. I don't want to get hurt. Why do I not want to do that? They like dressing nice. They like looking good. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. But they are still know that they are a man. Yeah. Just the same way we have what people call when I was growing up pretty boys. Yeah. They are always like, you know. <laughs> you know? But then <laughs> even women will say, ah no, I want a man man. <laughs> Between me and you is beautiful. But remember he's still a man. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Between me and you is beautiful. 
But what I'm trying to explain to you is this. What I'm trying to explain to you is this. What I'm trying to explain to you is this. There is a place that you get to in the spirit that you no longer believe but you know. You know. This is why you know when people don't know who they are, they are struggling with their sexuality. You know it's demonic. Mm -hmm. Because every evidence is telling you something different. But you're saying, I, I just feel like I'm in the wrong body. Have you ever been in a different body? Are you getting what I'm yeah. saying? You know that there is something demonic. The person is under attack and they don't know. Some even since they are young. So there is a place there is a place that you arrive and you reach that it becomes annoying notice this look notice this have you ever taken when you're about to eat do you look for your mouth? No. Or do you just know where it is? Do you know how much precision it takes for you to go to your mouth every time? When you see a young child who's learning to eat with a spoon, then you will know. Yeah. That they are still programming themselves to know where their mouth is, not to see. Yeah. Because you can't see your mouth, you know where it is. So that baby will grab the spoon the wrong way, the food will be all over because they are still programming themselves to know the geographical location of their mouth yeah every time that's true the first thing they know is where mama's breast is mm -hmm. a baby will be at night asleep <laughs> they know exactly where it is yeah. when they start eating with a spoon you have to prepare for them you have to be ready for them to make a mess They'll put the spoon in the nose, you go in the side, you go on their clothes. Everything will be all over the place. Why? Because they are learning. Mm -hmm. Then when you grow up, you start eating like a bougie person with style. <laughs> Being cute. <laughs> Especially this is for women. <laughs> you grab her. <laughs> but now you don't understand that practice over the years... Since you are a toddler, taught you the exact place where your mouth is. Yeah. So you no longer think about it. The style of eating has been refined. So it is the style you are bad. <laughs> the style of eating is what is improved, <laughs> not the location of the man of the mouth. So you don't know that it's a prophetic thing every time you grab a spoon, you just uh, put it in your mouth. 
Have you ever tried to wash your face but you're washing your feet? <laughs> if you do that, we know either you're taking very strong medication or you're on drugs. Am I helping somebody? Is this yeah, making sense? I'm trying to speak in a language that will help somebody. Uh, Facebook, are you there? <laughs> keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing, and keep sharing. Everything you do in life, you are taught. Ah, my brother Tim. <laughs> the, the greatest evangelist of our time. So there's a place you get to it is no longer about uh, father father can't you see I have no bread that's why you find David mm. said this I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children beg for what bread yeah. so now when you look at when Jesus was feeding the 5,000 men, not including the women and the children. Mm. The Lord Jesus never prayed for bread. He, he gave thanks for the bread. Why did he give thanks and did not pray for the multiplication of bread? Mm. I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Mm -hmm. And their children beg for bread. So Jesus is the righteousness of every believer. Number two, these people that are following him are his seed. These are his children. Yeah. So how can he have 5,000 people that God has given him that will go hungry while they are listening to him? So when they, he was given bread, what did he do? He lifted it up. And say, Father, I thank you that you give us foods. You give us the grain of the field. You give us these things. Amen. Put it down, broke it into pieces, and said, share it. And the bread was multiplied. Notice Jesus did not sit there and say, bread multiply. Let people be fed. Every stomach be filled right now. In the name, in the name, in the name. He didn't do that. He gave thanks and gave bread. Feed the people. Why? He had a knowing. Yeah. In fact, when the disciples told him, send the people away so that they can go and, 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 and uh, 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 so that they can go and, uh, and find food for themselves in the nearby villages. Jesus told them, you give them what to eat. So Jesus did not understand how we can be ministering to people and they don't have food. Mm -hmm. To him that thing didn't register. It didn't make sense. Didn't God know how many people will come? Did he not send them? Yeah. Is that why we always ate food at the house when we're still at the house after service? Yes. It's a deep revelation. Now notice this, notice this. 
The Bible says, receive all foods with thanksgiving. Why? There is no prayer for, for bread. Father, I need bread. No. God is already saying everything that is his is yours. The problem is you have not entered into the knowing that it's yours. You're like the prodigal son who is asking mm -hmm. for a goat to celebrate with your friends, yet it is all yours. The place of prayer where you can go two reasons. Number one, intimacy with God. Yeah. Number two, to be usable in the hands of God. So when you are in your intensity in prayer is for God to mold you to be usable in his hands. Mm -hmm. And also faith can also improve by reason of prayer. But there is a place of knowing. Let me show you a scripture. Let's go quickly. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to bless somebody. I'm just trying to bless you. <laughs> if you're being blessed, say amen. Amen. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is so good. The Lord is so good. I want you to go to to Isaiah 65:24. Isaiah 65:24. Isaiah 65 Verse 24. Mm -hmm. And it shall come to pass mm -hmm. that before they call, I will answer. So this is a level that God is saying, one day it will come to pass, meaning this will happen. Chai. I pray that this will happen in your life. I pray that this will happen in your life. I pray that this will happen in your life. Go on. <coughs> Bless and me. it shall come to pass yes. that before they call, I will answer. Uh -huh. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. One more time. Isaiah 65 verse 24. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. One more time. <laughs> And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And mm. while they are yet speaking, I will hear. Go to John chapter 11. John chapter 11. John chapter 11 verse 41. John, John chapter 11. 11. John chapter 11 verse 41. John 11. 41. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. When did he pray? I don't think you're understanding. Jesus is saying, Father, I thank you that you have, he's gone to Lazarus' house. Okay, start from verse 40. 
uh, John 11, verse 40. Jesus saith unto her, mm -hmm. said, I, I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Verse 42. And I knew that thou hearest me always. Notice this. When is Jesus praying for the resurrection of life? You see, your problem is you go to situations, then you start praying. You start saying, now, Father, change this situation. Jesus had already prayed without opening his mouth. Because before they call, I will answer. I will answer. While they are still speaking, I will hear. So Jesus is, is using the principle of the faith that he came to introduce to them. He's going to raise a dead man. He's not saying, let us gather together and pray. He gets, he says, roll away the stone. They said, no, he's already smelling. He said, did I not tell you? If you believe, you will see God. You will see the glory of God. Then he says, okay, roll away the stone. They roll away the stone. He says, he looks up, he says, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. But Jesus didn't even pray it. Then he says, I always know that you always hear me. So his father already knew my son is going to resurrect somebody. I cannot put him to shame. I will not let him be ashamed. But I will reveal that I am the one who sent him and that we are working together. So you are thinking that this happened by accident. But this is what Jesus was working for for 30 years before he started ministry. The consciousness, the consciousness, the consciousness, the consciousness, the consciousness this is why Ephesians chapter 2, I believe, says this. Let this mind that was in Christ also be in you. So there is a mindset that Jesus was working with. So Jesus is raising a dead man with the shortest prayer. The shortest prayer producing the highest result. Why? Because when people are using their mouth, Jesus, just the fact that he's going to a situation, God has already answered. Ah, I feel like I'm talking to myself. He goes on to say, uh -huh. but because of the people which stand by, uh -huh. I said it, that they may believe. Wait, 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 wait. Listen now, Jesus is insulting. He's being sarcastic now. He's being sarcastic now. Read it again. But because of the people which stand by, I said it. He's saying because of the people. I am saying it because of the people. So meaning Jesus would have gone to the gravesite, they would have rolled the stone and Lazarus would have walked out because Jesus already prayed. But because of the people, he had to do it the way the people are used to. Remember, Jesus is going to a funeral. They are telling him, ah, the young girl is there. Jesus said, no, no, the young girl is asleep. They said, no, this man is crazy. Jesus said, remove these people out of here. When he removes, they remove them out of the room. Jesus grabs the young girl. He says, young girl, wake up. The young girl wakes up. Notice Jesus is not saying, now, Father, 
Let us resurrect this dead boy. Return the spirit. Produce the spirit. Remember, this is a prayer that Elisha prayed. This is a prayer Elijah prayed. Father, put back the spirit in this child. And they laid on the child and the child came back to life. They said, give the boy to me. Took the dead body and brought it back to life. But Jesus is showing a superior level. Why? Because it's the resurrection and the life. How can the resurrection, the carrier of the resurrection and the life, ask for life? You are a carrier of life. You are a carrier of life. You carry an eternal spirit inside of you. You carry the spirit of God that is eternal inside of you. You carry answers inside of you. Eish. I feel like I'm, I'm, no wonder God told Joshua this. No wonder God told Joshua this. He said to Joshua this, he said this, he said, meditate on this book day and night, and then you will have good success. God did not tell him go and fast like Moses. Moses fasted, Moses prayed for him to receive that insight that he was going to write down and leave it for his apprentice, for his spiritual son, Joshua. So that Joshua doesn't have to do those things that his father had to do. But he had to continue it from where his father left. Wow. I I, I feel. Jesus said, if anybody tells you the kingdom of God is over there, is over here, don't believe them. For the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is within you. So if you have the kingdom of God, it means the resources of the kingdom are available for you. In French, we'll say, say, disponible à toi. It is there for you. I, I feel like I'm talking to myself. Let me just mess you up with this. Let me just mess, mess you up with this and then we'll pray. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Ephesians 3, verse 20. Ephesians 3, verse 20. Yeah. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, uh. above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. One more time. Now unto him that is able to exceedingly, abundantly, to do exceedingly, uh-huh. abundantly, Above all that we ask. So there is a dimension of asking. Or think. And then there is a level of thinking. According to the power that worketh in us. So the problem is you are not upgraded. You are still in the dimension of speaking. Which is not bad. But there are times you need to go in the dimension of thinking. But all these results will appear according to the power that is at work within you. 
What force is inside of you? The greatest power in the universe that God has provided is knowledge. Knowledge equals power. There is no knowledge that is no power. Wow. So you are getting the level of breakthrough you have because of what is working in you. The where you are in your life right now is not because of a devil. It is according to what is at work within you. Because God is able to do exceedingly, meaning he can outdo what you're asking. Meaning he will outdo what you're asking. So the level of your life that you're experiencing now is a result of what you have inside of you. A lot of Christians will not like this. Because we like to put blame on somebody. <laughs> it just has to be the devil. I tell you, on the last day, the devil will say, Lord, you know I am evil. You know I am bad and I've done a lot of wicked things. But this one I did not do. <laughs> it was not me. Oh. It was not me. I had nothing to do with this one. This one you know. You know all things, Lord. I am bad, yes. In fact, I'm going to the fire. But this one. This one is worse than me. Capro soto. Mea kadaya. Yesh. The devil will say, Lord, you know I lie. Me. It's in my, in fact, I am the creator, father of it. I am the liar of liars. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus <laughs> but that one you would deny in fact God would say yeah 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 hey you can be honest hey you're right <laughs> So you are achieving what you are achieving in your spiritual work because you are still functioning at a dimension. You are still moving in a dimension that you should have passed long time ago. Long time ago. Long time ago. The power of short prayer is that you have already dealt with God while nobody can even see. So there are things that when you go in public, is not a place that you start giving long prayers. It's the dimension of short prayers. Imagine you have a thousand people to minister to and you want to pray long prayers on everyone. You pray for two people and it's done. You say, come back next week.
Tomorrow I will teach you how to pray with your thinking. If God will permit me, please. <laughs> you need to teach us. So you have to ask yourself a question. What is working in me? Why do I have unbelief? Or why am I still in believing and I have not entered into the knowing? Yeah. You see, somebody who, s who can see me and think that I'm a very easy man. I am extra loaded. Ah. <laughs> extra. 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 So when God is telling you to give, it's because he's reshaping your thinking. When God asks you to do something, he's trying to bring you to the place of knowing. Mm -hmm. Did Abraham ever pray to be rich? No. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Did Abraham ever pray to be rich? Did Jacob ever pray to be rich? <laughs> Not saying that you cannot believe for financial breakthrough. It's fine. But I'm just trying to bring you. Remember, revelation is progressive. Revelation is progressive. As you mature spiritually, you start to realize some things you are doing, it was good for that season, but it's no longer good because you have outgrown that dimension. Mm -hmm. Elena Sia says, one of the best teachings so far. Yeah, I think we have a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jesus. I think you just helped a lot of people. At this point... Now they are praying for intimacy versus praying for things. No, it's a, praying for things shows that you are carnal. It's evidence. Because God who is a spirit that has everything, if you have him, you have everything that he has. So why is it not better to find him? This is why some verses when you used to read didn't make sense. Now you read it, you're like, hey, how come I didn't? It's because you outgrew what you used to think.
I want you to grab something to just tell God thank you for this message. He's going to play a song. Grab something that means something to you and just tell God, Father, thank you for this amazing message. Lord, thank you for this powerful message that has truly brought me into the light of understanding things of the Spirit like I have never before. So, Father, I am grateful. Grab something and then I'm going to pray for you.
Listen to me now. I want you to pray. And we are going to tell God that the spirit of faith will come into you. There are two dimensions of faith. There's the faith that you acquire by studying the word of God, which you ought to do. And then there is the spirit of faith. Paul was saying to, to Timothy, he said, Timothy, work out the faith. Use the faith that you received from your mother by the laying of hands. Yeah. I'm going to pray that what God has put in me that causes me to receive the supernatural continually, that the Lord will also give it to you. Father, I pray for your people wherever they are in the world. Father, I thank you for this message that you have given for them. I thank you that, Father, you have already heard them by their hunger to enter into this dimension. I pray now, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of the living Jesus. Let the faith that I possess, even greater faith, be infused and be imparted in them that their lives will never be the same again from this day. Receive the portion of faith that will cause you to walk in supernatural ability to receive those things that you even think about in the mighty name of Jesus. I bless you this day, wherever you are, may your life never be the same again. Watch this message again. Take time with the scriptures. Marinate in them until those things that you struggle with become unknowing that it's obvious that God should give this. And I promise you God will increase you. I'm hoping by tomorrow God will give me the release to teach you how to pray in that dimension and in that realm. I love you. God bless you. Shalom, shalom. Thank you.